In today's show, we look ahead to the final week of the NBA season. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen every day. We are free. And we are available on all platforms. We're here. It's the end of the year. It's one week left. All you poor bastards who are still playing, I feel sorry for you. You shouldn't be. If you're in a head-to-head league, Roto, absolutely no problem with it. In a head-to-head league, this is a disgusting time to be playing. And I know people will be dust for, oh, but it's this rest all the time, guys. There's always injuries. We've always got to make that battle. It's not. It's shit. You shouldn't play this time. But we're going to talk about it anyway because you can't change it now, can you? So let's talk about week 24 in the NBA. Warnie. Let's get it on, Gilly. (laughs) All right. It's a pretty evenly spread week in terms of games played. 16 of them play four. 14 play three. Simple as that. Half the teams play four. Half the teams play three. Every team that plays four games has two quality games. So for all of the best schedules, there's no real differentiation in terms of how often you're going to use those players. It's about when they're being played, like what day and how you're moving guys in and out and that sort of stuff. So your Wizards, Jazz, Pelicans, Nets, Bulls, Raptors, Sixers, Thunder, Suns, Hawks, Lakers, Blazers, Hornets, Bucks, Spurs, and Grizzlies, they all play four games with two quality games. The differentiation lands with the three-game teams where some of them have two, some of them have one quality game. So you, know, you might get a fringe Mavericks player or a Clippers player, which we're going to talk about later on. Um, they have two quality games, the same as having a four-game week from someone from Atlanta or from the Lakers or from the Blazers, same sort of usability of those players. Again, a, a weird week. We're going to talk more about that. Actually, we'll do it right now in terms of how weird things are set up. Because with the NCAA National Championship on Monday, there's no games on. So we've got no NBA games on at all on Monday. That's following on from a 12-game Sunday to end week 23. And then we back that up with a 12-game Tuesday. So the next two days of NBA action have 12 games on. So even if you're looking to, yeah, let's get the Sunday, Tuesday back-to-back going, are you going to actually use those blokes? Probably not. With 12 games on Sunday, 12 on Tuesday, whoever you add is just going to sit on their bench or on your bench. Really, there's no real use in that. And then you can see it eases off. Six games Wednesday, seven Thursday, nine Friday, and four Saturday. They're going to be your streaming days. Because then on the final day of the year, every single bloody team plays. There's 15 of them. 15 games on, on that last day of the year. Um, Yes, there will be a million guys resting all throughout the week. Meaning that on some days where it looks like you've got an overloaded schedule, 
even on that final day where you 100% at this point have an overloaded schedule, you might not have it when we get to Sunday. But there's absolutely no way of knowing that at this point as to who is going to be in or out of your lineup with random rests happening because there's going to be heaps of guys sitting out. Heaps. So many. You're going to get like 48 Moses Moody minutes and you know, Gabriel Lomberg playing 37 minutes for Phoenix. And you're going to get like Joel Ayayi playing for the Wizards or something like that. You're going to get so much random bullshit on that day that maybe it is worth holding on to an ad for Sunday just because there's going to be guys who are literally rostered in 0% of leagues who are going to be jumping in and playing 40 plus minutes on that day. And all the guys who have gotten you this far won't play and you can drop them. So on the surface of 15 game day means, yes, well, I can't do anything with it. Out of your 13 roster spots, you might have seven blokes not play. Like legitimately, you might have 10 blokes not play. And you'd be able to grab a bunch of spuds off the wire to fill in those gaps in a lot of cases. It's going to be a disaster. I 100% guarantee you. On a day like Saturday when there's four games on, you might have zero players playing. Because you've got four guys there and then none of them play. It is a distinct possibility. And trying to plan for that, it's very, very hard to do. Like, did anybody see the Grizzlies rests all coming on Friday? Not, no one. You couldn't have, hey, they're playing the Suns. It's not a back-to-back. Yeah, they'll all be ready to go. No, no, everyone just sat down. You couldn't predict that. There's no way of doing it. So that is a challenge at this point of the year for sure. It's not a challenge to know, though, what the best-tasting protein bar ever is. It's Bilt Bar. And now I'm just, I'm just thinking, I'm just about to read that out. And I went, Jesus, I haven't had my Bilt Bar this morning. No wonder I feel so ornery. Why is it so hard for me to get a built Bar in the morning? What did I do? I've lost my mind. But you don't have to lose your mind because you can get yourself these best tasting protein bars ever because you might just reach for a candy bar and go, you know what? I just want something that tastes great. Slap your own hand away and go, no, that's too high in fat. That's too high in calories. I can get myself a delicious treat, built Bar, but it's also healthy. It's low in those calories, just 130 in a bar, 17 grams of protein. You can jack all your muscles all the way up, burst out of your shirts. You know, we all know you love that. Who wants to do Incredible Hulk? Well, you can do it with built Bar. Head to built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll save 15% off of your order of Built Bar. Built Bar is built different. Let's look at week 24. Thanks, Jason Kidd. These teams played two quality games out of their three games. The Mavericks, the Clippers, the Warriors, the Celtics, the old Knickerbockers, and the Pistons. So they play three games on the surface. It's a shit week, but... They play three of those games on low-volume days. As usual, though, not every one of those schedules is built the same. In fact, some are built different. The Celtics, for example, they have two quality games. They play Wednesday, Thursday. So you could stream in Derek White, Daniel Tice, Grant Williams. Great options. Monday, no one plays. Thursday, 12 games on. Add those Celtics guys. They don't play Friday. They don't play Saturday. Then they play against Sunday. And then drop them. Look, no, no point holding on. Grab someone else on these other days. You, you look at someone like the Kings and, and the um, and the Pacers. They play three games, one quality game only. That's not until Saturday. So a three-game week for the Pacers versus a three-game week for the Celtics is very different. Two games early for the Celtics, drop them. The the Pacers you won't use that guy until Saturday. No point holding for five days, waiting to use them one time. It's very, very different as to what team you have or what team that player's on and how it's going to fit onto your schedule. Like, for example, again, the Rockets, they've got a one-quality game week. They don't play it until Friday. They play Tuesday, but they're not again until Friday. 
That probably doesn't mean anything for someone like an Alperen Shangun, the delicate dancer who returns to action. He, you, he'll be in your best group of guys, but if you're trying a Jay Sean Tate or a KJ Martin or a Joshy Christopher, is, is there any point holding, waiting to play them one game on Friday? Probably not. Probably not. Our stream days are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. They're our low-volume days. But again, it's making the most sense of things. Always reviewing after each day. Well, how many players, how many games does my player have left? Especially if they're a back-end guy on your roster. Remembering that that Sunday, everyone plays. So you don't really even count that one. And always looking, hey, they've got one game left in the final four days. What am I doing? Why am I holding? If it's in three games' time. You're paying attention to that is super, super important. And looking for those big gaps in schedules, where they occur and how you can utilize that, like, like that one with the Kings and the Pacers, where their only quality game for the week comes on a Saturday. If you look at back-to-backs, it's not an ideal situation here either. We talked about that already with Wednesday-Thursday being the Celtics that play there, the only team that play that combo. Again, Tuesday's got 12, Monday's got zero. They're pretty much zero streaming days. Well, obviously Monday Monday is. So yeah, you, you get your Celtics in early, and then you've got a bunch of teams that play the Thursday-Friday. But the problem is, okay, we use that roster spot and we get a Wednesday-Thursday Celtics guy in. Okay, then we can get a Friday-Saturday back-to-back as well. Wrong. You can't because no one plays Friday, Saturday. So while it's great to be able to get that Wednesday, Thursday in, it means that if you do have one roster spot assigned to streaming, you can't take advantage of the Thursday, Friday back-to-back. So there's that difficulty again. Maybe you've opened up two roster spots for streaming, which is a totally fine strategy. And then you'd add the Wednesday, Thursday Celtic, drop that guy, add someone else Friday, add someone else Saturday, and use the other spot for the Thursday, Friday combo while holding a, a, an ad back for Sunday if, you know, the random... Trying to think of the most random player is, you know, Jamorco Pickett comes out and, and has, you know, 38 minutes or something. Thursday, Friday, you got the Raptors, Lakers, Blazers, Hornets, and Bucks that all play that back-to-back. And as I said, Friday, Saturday, no one plays a back-to-back. So that's, you know, that's obviously very far from ideal. What we also want to look around is for teams that have those big gaps in how many games between where they play, which we will get that. uh, We'll get to that right now, actually. So let's look at the streaming plan. There's no real sort of clear advantage for this week in streaming. It's like if you add these guys, you get this big boat boost of quality games where the most anyone has is two. Every four game team has two. And there's no real follow-on back-to-back situation where you can add and get multiple games in for those ads. It's just not, doesn't work that way this week. So you generally want to use your ads for the Wednesday-Saturday games, maybe holding one of those ads for Sunday just because of the multitude of rests that are going to go down and the big guy, the big name players who will sit and the G League guys who will pop off. You can focus on that Thursday-Friday back-to-back. You can use the Wednesday-Thursday Celtics combo. And that's really about it. Remember, the Kings and Pacers don't play their quality game until Saturday. There's a bunch of teams where after Friday's games, where there are nine on, you can just drop a bunch of them because they don't play again until Saturday. So Wizards players, Jazz players, Nets, Bulls, Raptors, like they play Friday. And if they're the back end of your roster and you play them on Friday and you might play them Sunday, drop them to get someone in for Saturday or even to open up a spot for someone who's going to be pushed into a 45-minute role on Sunday. You're paying attention to that sort of stuff, I think is really, really important. Like looking at the Denver Nuggets and their schedule, for example, 
I think it was the, yeah, the Nuggets. So they play Thursday, they play Tuesday, and they play Thursday against the Grizz, and then they don't play again until Sunday. So that's great for the big stiffy, Bones Highland on Thursday. It's great to stream him in there, but then you get nothing out of that spot on Friday, nothing on Saturday, and then maybe you don't play him Sunday. So that's like him, Aaron Gordon, Farton, Will Barton. Like that's a thank you for your service on uh, on Thursday, and then we'll just use that spot for someone else. And because maybe you would use Barton or Gordon on Sunday, do they even play on that day? When you've got those two game gaps, the same goes for the Magic. You know, is there any chance Wendell Carter Jr. plays in that final game? Almost definitely not. Cole Anthony, probably not. Franz Wagner, I don't think he plays at all again this week, to be honest. The Wolves are in the same spot. They don't play Friday, Saturday. So after Wednesday, Vanderbilt Bar, Pat Beverly, your deeper leagues, your Torian Prince, Malik Beasley. See you later. Let's get someone else in in that spot. Taking advantage of that and re- reassessing after every day. All right, how many games does this guy have left? Um, versus yeah, not getting out of that mindset of like, well, they've got a three-game week if two of those games are done in the first three nights. Like, okay, now we're down to you've got a one-game week left. When is it? How does it make sense to me to hold on to these guys? So you can drop a lot of guys Friday, stream in on that Saturday, and then be just aware that shenanigans will be afoot on Sunday. If we look at front and back loading, it doesn't really exist this week, except for the Warriors, who do not play until Thursday. So they have got a huge, huge gap. No Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday game. That's after a back-to-back for them on the weekend. They play Thursday, and then they have a back-to-back Saturday or Sunday. So is Draymond... Well, Steph's not going to play. We know that. Is Iguodala going to play? Porter? Clay? Draymond? Are they going to play in that back-to-back? Do you get two games out of those guys this week? And get zeros for the first three days of the week as well? Probably. You would have to assume that you're only getting two games out of those guys. So is it even worth having Clay Thompson, who's barely a top 100 player? Is he even worth holding on? On a separate note, is it even worth the Warriors starting Clay Thompson over Jordan Poole when Steph comes back? I don't know. You might want to think about that. Um, but you know, when we're looking at, is it worth holding Dre for two games and no games to begin the week? I, I don't know that it is. I don't know that it is. It's a little bit of a weird schedule going on for Golden State this week. College basketball, we're here. The The championship game is about to happen. I can't tell you who's in it because I'm recording it before those games start. But I can tell you that at betonline.net, you can check the odds of all of the final four matchups over there. They've got everything, as well as all of the information about this week's Masters Championships odds, podcasts, and reviews for all different leagues this season. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information including live betting, esports, and scores. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online is where the game starts. Let's look at weekly leagues. Who can we add in a category weekly league for the week? I think Josh Richardson looks okay. He's been playing good minutes, but again, this all could all go tits up at any point, really. Um, Richo's a, a pretty solid ad. I think uh, the Italian cock, maybe they do have a back-to-back. Every team, or every four-game team has a back-to-back this week, just so you're aware of that. Um, so he could be an option. A Kongwu's an option, maybe. Corey Kispert, JaVale McGee, Tyus Jones. It is really hard. Tyus Jones is available, so add him. But they have a back-to-back to end the week. Do they throw a random rest in at any other point? Maybe. We already saw it last week. Everything's risky this week. Literally everything's risky. So 
you know, all these teams with back-to-backs, which you do have to be cautious of it because there's going to be rests with a lot of these guys. Look at guys we can sit in category leagues for weeklies. Uh, Clay Thompson, only two games. He's saying goes with Draymond, of course. Jalen Smith, Marvin Bagley, who I don't think plays. Evan Mobley, Moses Brown, and Jared Allen. I don't think you want to start them because Allen and Mobley will probably come back at some point next week, rendering Brown ineffective, meaning that they might each play like two useful games. And I'm not sure that's enough to bother starting them. And Chris Boucher, perennially on my list. I can't trust it, so I don't, wouldn't want to start him in a, in a weekly format. For points leagues, Roby, Maladon, Shengun, these guys are all available. You want to add them. Caruso, Devin Vassell, Mason Plumley, DeAndre Hunter, and the big fella, Trey Lyles. And then a, a list of names again who we can sit in a points league. Clay Thompson, uh, Fournier, Al Horford, who I reckon is going to rest one of the back-to-backs for them on that Wednesday-Thursday combo. Uh, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, Moses Brown again. Uh, Bob Covington, even though he went bananas yesterday with that 11-game day. And, of course, the wiki, Chris Boucher, is not someone I'd be keen on starting. Again, stay tuned all during the week. We'll do daily streaming stuff, waiver wire stuff to try and navigate how best to attack this week. Good luck if this is the final day of your championship. Good luck if this is the semifinal and you're looking to get into the finals next week. And don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app. If you're here on YouTube, thumb it up, leave your comments down below. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.